Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Super Bowl week, the Windy City podcast. I've got two things for you on the show today. But first, the Windy City podcast brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience, I've got a deal for you here. Manscaped trusted, as a reminder, by over 2 million, 2 million men worldwide. Here's the exclusive offer. You get 20% off and free shipping. Use the promo code FANSIDED20. You go to manscaped.com, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Manscaped hooking me up with a bunch of tools and formulations for their perfect Package 3.0 kit. Get in there. 20% off. Free shipping. Fansided20 is your code at manscaped.com. 20% off. Go check it out. Get yourself groomed properly. Now, my two things. Number one, we're going to talk to who I think should be the next head coach of the Chicago Bears. We all know that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, in all likelihood, will not be the Bears head coach and general manager after next season. It's not going to go well. You're running after Carson Wentz? Wow, I hope that rumor isn't true. But it could be. I certainly don't expect we'll get Deshaun Watson. Which, by the way, Damian Woody, ESPN, the former Patriot, won a couple Super Bowls. He's on the show today. I asked Damian about what he would trade for Deshaun Watson, talked a ton of Bears, so we'll touch on that. But that'll be after Ed Reed, Hall of Famer, greatest free safety in the history of the game, super smart, incredible attention to detail, all-time leader in interceptions for a safety, all-time leader in return yards after a pick as well, and just... I think if you listen to him and he wants to be a head coach in the NFL, how much more credibility would you have as an organization to fly up Ed Reed 
than Matt Nagy. I mean, come on. Had you heard of Nagy before he came to the Bears? No, you hadn't. And you know why? Because he never did anything in the game other than move his way up the coaching ladder. And maybe that'll work out for some. But let's get out of the box a little bit here. Let's take a guy who was dynamic on the field, who will command the attention and respect of the players, who wants to do it, who will be unique. Listen to Ed Reed talk and tell me you don't want that guy coaching your football team. If it's not the Bears, it should be somewhere. But I'd love to see the Bears do it. Something outside the box, throw in the fact that he's an African-American and none of them can seem to get a head coaching job. Eric Bieniemy's interviewed with 7,000 teams, yet he can't get hired. I don't get it. And then let's get Deshaun Watson here. Don't go out and get Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz? Really? We got to be in the bidding war for Carson Wentz? Like, I would get it. If Watson is not going to get traded and you absolutely knew that, that doesn't seem like that's the deal right now, and Wentz was the last guy left, or Derek Carr was the last guy left, that you absolutely were willing to pay the price to get those guys. But honestly, I don't think I'd even do it then. Give me Nick Foles, let me draft a quarterback, and I'll solve it in a different way. I'm not paying up for Derek Carr or Carson Wentz. I wouldn't do it. You get him for a reasonable deal, I do it. I'd be more apt to try to pluck off Sam Darnold or even Gardner Minshew. How cheap can I get you? And hope that I can actually develop a quarterback versus paying significantly for Carson Wentz. And I think it will cost a lot. He's had a lot of success in the league. He's not going to come cheap. Same thing with Derek Carr. It does not excite me, either of those. But let's get to my guy. Ed Reed conversation about Brady and picking him off, and then we get deep into the coaching, and it's really interesting at the end here. I gave him the option to pick any quarterback that he could have had as his quarterback instead of Joe Flacco, who he won a Super Bowl with. Interesting answer. It's got a Chicago tie to it. First up, Ed Reed, and then we will segue to Damian Woody and what he would give up if he was the Bears to get Deshaun Watson. The Windy City Podcast starts right now. Showtime. Pennington. Long ball again. Was tripped or lost his footing and it's Reed. Who else? Ed Reed. Specializing in runbacks. He's got an open side of the field. Only Pennington in front of him. And here comes the block on the quarterback. Ed Reed takes it in for the touchdown. That was why I moved around. That was why I didn't line up in the same spot. Because just as much as they want the defense to think, you want the offense to think. You know, I played offense before, so it helped me to to switch those mentalities. I know they want to make a defense thing. That's why Brady do motions and stuff like that. You know, so if I can make you think a little bit more, you know, it's kind of it's a chess match. You know, it's a it's a chess match. You know, so I want to make you think just as much as you want to do do that to me. You always studied. You were meticulous in taking notes. You you empowered your teammates to do the same. I don't know. I mean, I saw the Ravens just hired a defensive backs coach. Why wouldn't uh, would Ed Reed want? Did you want that gig? Would you want that gig? You don't want that gig. How come? No, no, because the positioning coach don't have no voice. You know, I I've been in, I've been a position coach. You know, in Buffalo, and trying to impart my wisdom 
um, on the defense was not even being heard. And these are people who I coached with, played with, you know, and it was, it was just discouraging, man. You know, um, so, I mean, I know, I know I've been a defensive coordinator. Um, I've been a head coach, you know, not in the league, but, you know, I know what it, I know what it entails. I've been around a lot of coaching. I had two head coaches in college. I had three defensive coordinators in college. Um, pretty much the same in the league, two head coaches um, with Baltimore. And then I had two, one Houston, one New York. You know, so I've been around a lot of coaches. I know what it takes to be a head coach. I know what it takes to be a coordinator for the most part. I used to sit in the coordinator's room on Mondays and Tuesdays just to see what they were doing, you know, and have conversations about what what defense to put in against certain certain teams, you know. So um, not not shooting down the job and, and the responsibility and the time of that, what they put into it, you know, but as a player, you just see things a little bit different. So you would be interested, if I'm hearing you right, to be a defensive coordinator or a head coach yeah. in, in the league, right? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know, I've tweeted this, you know, it's something that I aspire for, you know, um, but, you know, getting, getting coaches to listen, man, that's the biggest thing, you know, um, and I know who your leader is, that matters. What's your judgment on why it hasn't happened? Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of reasons, man. Uh, one in particular, you know, because I was in a position coaching, um, I just don't see, I don't see the respect, um, coming towards players as coaches. Like when I was a, when I was, when I was a coach, um, there, there was not conversations with my head coach or, or, or people around like football conversations, you know, uh, people wasn't, they wasn't taking that wisdom that you had from the football field, you know, uh, uh, taking consideration of you being around the locker room with players, you know, to, to understand if they can run the scheme or not, you know, so they got, they got, they got the, the, the coach's way, the good old boy way, man, too, man. Like it's, it's really disheartening, you know, for me to, to, to coach with people who I know, but them to treat me like a player, you know, and not, not respect you as a coach, but want you to talk to all the players and coach the players, but they don't want to give you, um, you know, the recognition of being a coach, man. It's, it's disheartening, you know, and I think that's a reason why a lot of players don't coach, you know, because of the way we get treated. I think, like, on the outside, people say, well, why – that you wouldn't want to work as hard to be a coordinator. You're in the office all the time. He just want, he just enjoyed playing. He doesn't want to do the long office hours. But that was you, right? You were a – you studied all the time and then went and played. And it seems like you still have the passion for the game. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I see you mentioning it on, on, on Twitter. And, and it's, it's, it's not just one time you're mentioning it. And if I'm an NFL organization and you're, you know, you're trying to be a little bit more progressive and think outside the box, I would want Ed Reed a part of my 
I think that'd be a. I think you'd be a great hire without. You hey, know, just... Mark, was was funny to me, man, and, and and Reggie Wayne and I talk about this. You know, what's funny about that is that a lot of those organizations rather call us to come talk to their teams, though. You know, like they want you to come and talk to the players. You know, they want you to come in and do part of their job but don't want to give you that respect to be coached. That's crazy to me. You So you want me to come in as a leader and talk to your team about everything under the sun from, from, from how to, to, to be professional on and off the field, you know? So that, that, that's something me and Reggie, Reggie and I laugh at, you know, a little bit because, so you, you want us to come in and talk to the team but you don't want us to be the leader or the head coach, you know, it's. Right. I mean, I, and I, I, we can move off of this, but I'm watching you do the breakdown. I'm watching former head coaches watch what you did on the field and talk about how brilliant it was. I I, I see the desire. I don't know. Uh, I, I guess there's nothing. Yeah, to, man, there's, no, there's nothing more to say they here. Use but it. they use they use your stuff for teaching tapes, and even the things you say, they use it for teaching tapes. You know, um, I don't know, man. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't all know. right with doing doing these things too. You know, like I'm 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 great with the show detail and the, the show the grind that I do. I love working with everybody who I work with. You know, so I like being in this position too, breaking down the game, you know, still being able to break down players and do it the way I do it, you know. So I'm not discouraged, you know, it'll happen if that's what God wants for me. I'm not I'm not discouraged by what's going on at all, man. It's just it's a shame to see. Is it is it more are we talking about any NFL player or are we talking about African American players, by the way, that are, are getting treated this way? What would you say? Oh man, um, you I'll know, go there. That that's a that's a that's a that's probably a, a different conversation um, when it comes to the league, man. You know, we we African Americans um, definitely get treated different, man. There's no question about it. Um, what goes on in our political system, our government is the same. Some of the similar things that goes on into the workforce. It's no different. It's no secret. You know, I mean, you could look at it from the coaches to the owners, how they hiring certain coaches to get head coaches job and not giving guys a, even an interview, you know, so that's there, of course, man. I'm just looking at all the coaches that got hired this season. Eric, the enemy gets however many interviews he got and he can't be that bad of an interview. Can he? I mean, and, right. And even <laughs> right. I mean, that's it, man. But you know, when you when you go into that that office to interview, you're not looking at people like myself, you know, who who are interviewing you. You're looking at people like yourself, who you know. I mean, you tend to relate different, you know, to each other. You know, that's just how that's how we operate. You know, so I don't know, man. This that's a tough spot. All right, last one, and I know you're busy. I'll let you get on out of here. But between Brady, let's put Ben in there. Let's throw Peyton in there. You can 
even add on and, and and I well I'd like to throw Patrick Mahomes in there but it doesn't really make sense I, I want to ask like who was who were you happiest when you got to pick them who was the toughest and uh if you could have any of them be your quarterback who would you have chosen man that's funny um I enjoyed picking them all off <laughs> um I wouldn't change Flacco wow as my quarterback but you know, if I had to choose a quarterback, oh my God, man, that's tough. I'd probably go with Donovan McNabb. How come? I like D McNabb, man. D McNabb was a hell of a competitor. He just got the short end of a stick. You know, we know Peyton and, and Brady are great quarterbacks, you know, but but nobody really ever really talks about the greatness of Donovan McNabb. Um, I think I only beat him once, maybe. Chicago guy, just for the record. Don McNabb, hell of a player, man. Yeah. All right. I forgot my whatever the third part of that was, but hey, <laughs> hey Ed, it, it's always great to see you. Phenomenal career, and and I love when I I get to to prep an interview with you because I I go back through the YouTube and I find seven zillion things that I haven't watched. So. Right it's, always, on, it's always a good study. Appreciate you, Ed. I appreciate it, man. Thank yep. you. Did I win you over? Ed Reed, Bears, who's in? Tell me you wouldn't want to make that move right now. Ed Reed traded to the Bears for Matt Nagy. Matt, you're out. We got Ed. Let's do it. All right, Damian Woody, superstar on TV, ESPN, won a couple of Super Bowls with the New England Patriots, had miserable seasons in Detroit not himself personally but just losing seasons under Matt Millen uh yeah this does make you feel slightly better to be a Bears fan and then he wrapped up his career with the Jets Damian Woody starting out the conversation here we were talking about Mahomes and Brady and somehow I got to the point where I wanted to bring up like what happens if Mahomes wasn't in KC like people in Chicago we think that we might have ruined him right you know you think that Mahomes was a bear. There's no way he'd be this good. So I asked him the question, hey, Damien, if Mahomes was a bear, would the Bears have ruined Patrick Mahomes? I think that's just pessimism from from Bears fans just watching a bunch of crappy quarterbacks for decades now. You know, and I get it. I understand it. Like you said, I played with a a bad organization, Detroit Lions, so I, I understand where fans are coming from. But it would be hard for me to see Deshaun Watson being bad in Chicago. You know, it would it would be hard for me to see Patrick Mahomes being bad. Those guys are just they're just superstars, man. And um, you know, unfortunately for the Bears organization and their fans, they picked the wrong guy. Is there any price too high for the Bears to pay if the Houston Texans were willing to deal Deshaun Watson to Chicago? No. No, because how many 25, 26-year-old superstar quarterbacks become available in the National Football League. Like, if he's truly on the market, he's going to shatter Herschel Walker's uh, trade compensation. There's, It's just, you don't see that happen. Um, so if, if I'm the Bears, if, if basically almost every team in the league outside of maybe three or four teams I'm looking into that because you have to do your due diligence. So if you're Buffalo, you trading Josh Allen for him? I would. He's better than Josh Allen. 
right? He's better than Josh Allen. As great as Josh Allen played this year, and Josh Allen was fantastic. You ask any evaluator, who would you rather have, Josh Allen or Deshaun Watson? I would, I would, I would bet most would say Deshaun Watson. Like, I mean, I think you could go down the list here. Should Seattle, you trade a Russell Wilson for him? At this point, I think you do. Age, I mean, look at the age. Look at the right. age difference. You're talking about 25 versus what, 32? 25-year-old superstar. That side of it, too, though, for Houston, like Houston, you should, I don't think you want to, obviously you don't want to trade him, but there should be a deal out there that you can craft where you can feel at least okay about it. Yeah, listen, if you're Houston, first of all, I don't even know why you would even entertain. I understand the player doesn't want to be there, but, I mean, you have a superstar quarterback. If for some reason that you you decide that you have to trade Sean Watson, if I'm not getting back four, five first-round picks at minimum, I'm not doing the deal. Because I need picks. I want players. Because, again, this is a superstar quarterback. Yeah, and people are saying, well, make a deal with Miami. You get two uh, and, uh, you know, two or three first-round picks. That's not enough. That's not enough. I need two. I need, I need about three first-round picks. And I need some of your defensive players. Um, maybe Xavier and Howard and some of the other guys on your defense to, um, to you know, for compensation. That that package you said wasn't enough. See that that's where I get back to Chicago. You 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 don't have the high first round draft pick, but you're whatever you you can package number twenty this year and however many down the line. And then you can you want Khalil Mack? You want Kyle Fuller? Who do you want? Give me names. That, you know, <laughs> that's what you do. That's yeah. what you do. If I'm in Chicago, I'm like okay. I'll t- you can take some of my guys on defense. If I can get the star quarterback, so be it. So let, let me let me do a little compare and contrast here because I'll roll line back. You, you played for the Lions. You played for the Jets. And neither of those organizations are going to be flown up as the model of NFL uh, franchises slash consistency. What what made – like which one you, – you won a lot more, obviously, in New York, and Rex was there at the time. But if you can compare, like, which one was more dysfunctional – like, how would you break that down? Oh, it was clearly the, the Lions. The, I mean, because you got to understand, I went from the Patriots, which was the, the model franchise, and then I went to the Lions. And it was – I went from the, the mountaintop to the valley low. It was – just to give you an idea, and I love Matt Millen. Matt Millen is, is a good friend of mine, and we all know Matt Millen's story. He's been through a lot health-wise. But this is a guy that he didn't even live – Michigan. Think about that. Your GM didn't even live in the same state that you're, you know, you're based out of. That should give you a clue as how dysfunctional he was with the Lions. What do you think of their new head coaching choice? Um, I like Dan Campbell. I do. I understand the um, the whole knee. What was it? Kneecap eating or whatever it was that he was talking <laughs> about in his press conference. But I actually played with Dan um, for a couple of years. We were teammates in Detroit. All real solid dude. You could see that he was he was head coaching material, real smart, passionate. That jumps out at you, you know, from the press conference. And it seems like he's put together a really good staff. I, I really like his staff that he put together. And so um I, I'm rooting for him. I hope he does well. So I mean Roger Goodell was talking yesterday and he's disappointed with uh 
the lack of minority hiring as far as head coaches go. And everyone's, you know, Eric Bannemi is the, you know, the number one on that list right now. But, you know, during Super Bowl week here, I've talked to a lot of guys, Damon. We had Ed Reed on yesterday. And this guy, Hall of Famer, super smart, incredible leader, wants to at least, he wants to be a head coach and not satisfied being a position coach with no voice. And then I look at, say, like the NBA, a guy like Steve Nash gets a job to, to be a head coach. There is, why can't the NFL take a player like that who's going to resonate so much in the locker room? I mean, I don't know. If it, Ed, to me, is like top of the list. Maybe you, you could think of another guy who could step right in and do it that would instantly command the locker room and has the work ethic and all that behind it, too. Yeah, man, it's um the NFL has a lot of work to do in this in this front, and I, I just go back to I go back to, you know, a lot. All of it has to do with owners, and you know, when it comes to business, a lot of the times people go with pe- go with people that looks like them, can relates to them in a certain in a certain fashion, and unfortunately, in business where seventy cent percent plus is African American. You know, we're always going to be looking at that and saying, well, wait a minute. We got all, we got coaches in the pipeline. We got a league full of African-American players. But year after year, we continue to talk about this topic. And, um, you know, this, it definitely needs to be addressed. It does. It absolutely does. And that's why we want Ed Reed to be the head coach of the Chicago Bears. Super Bowl week. Appreciate you checking out the podcast. A little Ed Reed, a little Damian Woody. And, yeah, go to fansided.com. Search good old Mark Carman. Ton of interviews this week. A lengthy, lengthy list. I didn't want to – couldn't put them all on here. Jerry Judy from the Broncos in Alabama. Nick Chubb from the Browns. Aaron Jones from the Packers. A bunch. And uh, John Brankus, I'm going to bring you next week from Sports Science. I think you're going to really enjoy that conversation. Uh, But thank you for listening today. We will see you next time on the Windy City Podcast, brought to you by Manscaped. All that's a part of it, you know. So, um, you know, for, for us... In the game right there, you know, you're like, oh. This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. The leadership that Ted Phillips has displayed during the pandemic has been extraordinary. Jay, welcome to 720 WGN. Go ahead, man. How are you? So what do you think of geothermal? (laughs) Because he's always heated up. Is that what you're going with, Jay? He's, he's, He's nuclear. He's he's nuclear Giolito. He can he can take down a whole country if he has to. One member of the Bears family deserves special mention. Andre Tucker, our head athletic trainer. We had vigorous discussions over the course of several weeks. Those conversations, as well as regular meetings with Ryan and Matt, including this week, have been candid and constructive. The Bulls get it in play to Michael Jordan. No timeout. Michael into the front court. Left corner shot by Jordan. Go!
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.